you're listening to the Modeling Confidence Podcast. Giving aspiring models the right tools to go into this industry in order to be strong, confident, um, and and to know their self worth because that's really important. We tend in desperation because that's you know as aspiring anything you know you're desperate to become the best. You're desperate to be noticed. You're desperate to you know make this work. And with that, you just take in anything because I think good really comes from um, desperate decision making. Like it's it's almost, that's in itself is almost self sabotage because you're not thinking things through properly and you're not, you know, you're just taking any old job because it's a job mm. and really it might be serving you or maybe it's an unsafe situation or whatever it may be. Like if you're not making informed, safe decisions, then you're putting your career and your life in jeopardy really. Like and mm. it's really important to have control of that and have that knowledge. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Brooke, and I'm a body confidence coach and the host of the Modeling Confidence Podcast, helping you become your most confident and best self. Now, today's chat is with the beautiful Lucy Carter. Lucy is a hair and makeup artist and the founder of The Alchemy Collective, a company created to empower young aspiring models with the knowledge and the right mindset to take the industry by storm. We recorded this episode now, I think a little over a month ago, but I'm still really excited to share this with you because it's all about overcoming our limiting beliefs and with everything that's going on in the world at the moment. I thought it was just the perfect time to remind you guys that there's always going to be obstacles in life, but it's how we choose to overcome them that matters. So in this episode, Lucy discusses how she overcame her own limiting beliefs and self-sabotage and how she's now helping others do the same. We're discussing how to have better conversations with yourself, how to seize opportunities and chase your dreams and kick self-doubt to the curve. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. Hopefully you can pull out some tools that are going to help you through this time or even just take some downtime for yourself and to just really escape everything that's going on in the world at the moment. But I hope you're all having a beautiful day wherever you are and let's jump into the episode. Thanks for joining me on the podcast, Lucy. Thanks for having me, Brooke. It's so exciting. (laughs) You are so welcome. I'm so excited to have you on. For those listeners who maybe don't know about you, can you tell us a bit about yourself and a bit about your story? Well, I'll start from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, basically a roundup of why I am in the position I am in now is 11 years ago, I was living in the UK. I was working in admin for a pharmaceutical company and I just absolutely hated it. Um, hated being in like the humdrum life. I just knew I was quite a creative person and I wanted to do something that had a purpose and I had a passion for. And for me, that was hair and makeup at the time. Um, so I, you know, sort of went into it very blindly I started working with some local photographers and even that just sort of like made my love for the whole industry like even more um and then I decided about four months into my admin role I was like 
no, I'm not doing this. So I decided to move and move to Australia and travel and I worked in hospitality for a while and within that time, you know, it was all fun and games, but I just knew I had to pursue my passion, which was hair and makeup, which is what I did and I just dived in head first. Which and you're amazing at, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it's been refined over the years. So. <laughs> um, I didn't do any, like, training. I was just very sort of um, I was self-taught and I just had a passion for it. So, um, you know, I just kind of didn't really know what I was doing, but I was like, I'm, I want to make money from this. And um, that's what I did. And on my journey through my um hair and makeup you know I'd work with a lot of models like yourself um and you know we'd I'd have them in the chair and we'd get talking and you know we'd talk about our journeys and how we got into the industry and all the kind of similarities kind of kept sort of popping in about like you know the troubles we had or the fact you know um you know it was quite a hard industry it's not a very transparent industry to get into um there's a lot of information out there, but it's also very a lot of conflicting information as well. Mm. So um, I think and along those sort of thoughts and feelings um, as well, it was like, you know, the self-doubt, um, the feeling of, um, you know, not being good enough, mm. uh, always sort of like judging yourself and the fear of getting judged by others. And then, you know, the, the highs of it all, then the soul-crushing lows, and then, yeah. you know, most importantly was, like, the, the self-sabotage, which sort of is like an amalgamation of all those thoughts and feelings, and you end up just sort of doing stuff to kind of not be productive, and even though you don't want to, it's just like one of those things, like, you kind of get scared, and then you yeah. end up yeah. like not focusing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, and I at the time I felt that you know, no matter how much I had fulfilled into um, my career and how much I'd succeeded, I never really felt that I was good enough. I still never really believed it. You know, even though people would say, you know, you're amazing what you do. You should be so proud of yourself. You built your own website. That's so cool. Like yeah. just things like that. I just be like, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. And I just would never really feel it in myself. Um, and then I'd wonder, like, why my business was only just ticking along and it wasn't really excelling and then, you know, why, um, you know, my business would peak and then come crashing down. And um, I just didn't know what was stopping me and why I wasn't yeah. getting past that certain point until, like, something really kind of um, – something in my personal life happened and it really made me kind of dig deeper into who I was at the time and um, – really kind of I had to really kind of think why is this happening to me and I had to figure out what it was and I did and it was me like I realized you know harsh reality oh it's all you <laughs> um which was kind of hard but that was basically it like I just kind of realized um that it was me and I needed to kind of sort my own stuff out before I could actually excel into my business but with all this this is kind of where the alchemy collective has kind of um, flourished and kind of grown from that, yeah. I love that. I feel like it's such a good example of how you don't have to rely on others to build your own dreams. You know, you wanted to become a makeup artist, so you made it happen for yourself and you're helping aspiring models who may not know how to do it or don't want to be represented or aren't sure how, help them get into the industry as well. And that's just a beautiful yeah. story of how you sort of built that and how alchemy has came about. And what kind of clients or who's coming to you with like questions on how do I get into the industry and what are you telling them? Yeah, so I'm really just focusing on um, getting the program, refining it and 
sort of learning more about the industry because it's ever, an ever-changing industry mm-hmm. and you know that's the model new, model momentum program yeah, the model yep. momentum program yeah. um so just kind of making sure um all the information is correct and it's going to be really valuable to the client um so yeah it's ultimately for aspiring models people that have maybe dabbled in it um but they're kind of like, oh, I'm a bit scared or, you know, they, they feel that they need an agency. Like it's like this this have to thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, like yeah. I said, I'm not trying to say you don't need one because I think agencies are a very good sort of leg up in the industry if you get with a good agent. Um, but ultimately, as a model, you're your own business. So you need, you need to learn the fundamentals and the foundations of how to actually be a model and be and become successful because without the foundations, everything won't work, even if you have an agent. So it's just really about sort of gaining the right knowledge and um, sort of understanding the industry and knowing what the highs and lows of it are because a lot of people think it's this fluffy sort of career and then yeah. they get into it. You know, you know, you have these awkward moments, you know, when you're upset or you just don't know how to really be professional on set. And this is all stuff. I had to learn on the go and yeah. just kind of get thrown yeah. into a situation, which is if I had something like this going through the creative industry when I first started out, I'd have been like, oh, my God, help me, please. But, <laughs> you know, with social media and with, like, the internet these days, there is a lot of information out there, so it's just sort of, like, boiling it down and, like, making it less confusing and kind of guiding them through step by step. I've just been writing down a few things. There's, like, so many things I want to touch on because I love talking about this <laughs> stuff. And I feel like girls come to me and um, I think I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I, I've had girls come to me and say, oh, you're a full-time model. How do I get into the industry, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're young, aspiring models. And there's so many things I want to say, which are just like, you know, well, I don't work full-time as a model. It's a bit um, unsustainable as an income unless you are one of those lucky girls who are booking work constantly. And that's probably one of the first things. And I think if you're spreading that awareness and it sounds like, you know, you're talking about personal branding, the highs and lows, how to get signed, how to, um, you know, work without getting signed. Um, And I think agencies, like you said, are great. And I think they're really good if you can get signed with a good one, Um, you know, for safety reasons as well, because, you know, there's people out there who, you know, prey on aspiring models who, you know, want to have photos and build their portfolio and you know there can be some creepy people out there that you have to be careful of so I think it's great that you have the model momentum program that sort of probably takes these girls through that um but what really resonated with me what you were saying earlier is the highs and the lows and I feel like you know there's so many highs like when you get signed with an agency you're like oh my god like I'm gonna become a model I'm gonna start booking all this work and, you know, I remember when I booked my first big job and you're like, oh, my God, like I've made it. I've, I've you know, I've got this full-day shoot with this big company and at the time I was like their first curvy girl and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm breaking into the industry. And then it's just like, you know, three, four months later, it's like that, that was my first and the kind of last job for like three months. You're like you never know when the work's going to come and all that kind of stuff. So what's your advice on, you know, getting through the highs and the lows and what are your thoughts on, you know, becoming a full-time model in this industry? Um, So, yeah, with the highs and the lows, I think it's really about sort of internally managing, like, yourself and really sort of being 
not cocky, but self-assured and knowing that, you know, as long as you're putting in the hard work, if you're going to, if you're not going to get booked on a job, are you putting in the hard work? Are you Mm. doing enough? Like it really boils down to you because your agency can only do so much if you are with an agent. Um, And if, regardless of whether you're an agent or not, are you doing the work? Like, are you putting enough hard work in? Even, I know, like you said, like, it's kind of unsustainable sometimes when you're starting out to actually do this full time. Mm. But if you are like so passionate about it and if you really, really want to make Invested. this a full time, you, can make you have to put in the hard yards. And it's just understanding that. And just because you're with an agent doesn't mean work's going to come to you. Like, Yes. <laughs> I think that's the perfect answer because I think girls think, you know, once they're signed, it's just like easy streets, all the, you know, jobs are going to come my way, but you know, they don't think about going to casting calls. And if you've got a full-time work, it's hard to, you know, maybe make some casting calls and you have to work around that. But like you said, it's putting in the effort, like any, with any job, you have to be one massive thing is building your personal brand, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as you know why you're being a model, like yeah. if you just go into this, like one of my biggest things in the program is like mindset and actually understanding why you're even doing this. Because if you go to an agent and they're just like, oh, I just do this for fun, it's a hobby, like yeah. they're just going to be like, oh, okay, well, no thanks. Because they want someone to represent their brand. Mm. So you, you, they need to see that you're a representation of your own brand and that you are dedicated and that you, are professional at the end of the day so if you're just sort of going into this industry with absolutely no knowledge at all Mm. which most models are just picked off the street and they have no idea like you know when they're getting scouted and stuff so it's this is this program is more to kind of gear you up and get you ready to for for any kind of situation in this industry like so you're not sitting there going oh what do they mean by that or oh I I didn't realize this happened or I didn't know that we were supposed to do this like it's you're not clueless. You're actually going into yeah. this feeling confident and secure and making informed decisions and choices, um, especially as a freelance model because, like you say, without the agency, your safety can be, um, you know. Compromised not, if you're not being careful. Yeah, it can yeah. be compromised because, you know, and a lot of people, you know, I had this same situation, not necessarily, um, you know, you hear about like the Me Too movement and stuff where it's more sort of sexual harassment and stuff like that. But for me, when I started out, I just thought everyone would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was just going to be like, you know, you're new to this and be friendly and like try and help Mm. you through it. And I remember going to a job in Sydney and I was like, one of like a few makeup artists there and there was hairstylists on one side and makeup artists the other side and I was really nervous like it's like for a, a big um underwear brand and they were doing this whole like body diversity thing and I was like this is so cool like I'm yeah. in Sydney and I'm doing this thing and then I remember one of the hairstylists was just like can you get me this hair tool out and this was before I really um was, this was like 10 years ago and it was before like I actually knew anything about hair tools and new hair tools were coming out at the time and I remember just like he was like can you get me this one inch wand out and I was like yeah. and he had like a bag of and I was just like I don't know what one this is and he was just so rude to me and he yeah. made me feel about this big and I went to the toilet and I called my friend and I was like I, I want to go I want to leave like this is horrible like mm. and it me it really made me feel just like I wasn't good enough, that I didn't, I wasn't knowledgeable enough, that I was mm. stupid. Enough. Oh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. So that, yeah. that 
really shake someone's confidence to the point of giving up. Like I was yeah. close. Mm. Maybe I just do this like this. I don't want to be in an industry where it's like this when it's not necessarily how it is all the time, but you are going to come across these moments where you'll find some unsavory people and, um, and you might have that wobbly moment and just go, Oh, well, I'm done. I'm, I'm giving up too much. And I don't want that to happen like to someone. I want to be able to be that person to encourage them to, you know, stand up for themselves. They don't have to put up with that kind of behavior. Cause if I was that person, if I was me now going back to that moment, I would have dealt with that situation so differently, but it's just how you present yourself in that, in those situations as well, which is going to, you know, cause this industry talks. So if you're not professional, regardless of whether you feel, you know, that someone's been rude to you, you have to deal with that in a professional manner also. Like, um, it's not just about taking it to heart and getting offended. Because that's what I did. It wasn't great. 100%. And I feel like it's it can be easy done when, especially when you're first starting out and you're not used to the industry. And like you said, you feel like because you're so helpful and loving and blah, 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 you feel like everyone's going to be like that. But it's just not the case. And I think, like you said, if, if you can offer this program where people are prepared for that. And so it's not, I think, like we were saying earlier, the modeling industry, they think, models you know you just you know chuck on some clothes they don't realize there's makeup artists photographers hair stylists like there's so many like directors there's so many people involved and then you know the the clothing and all these different things so there's so many elements that you have to be prepared for because if you're walking in thinking it's going to be a breeze like I know after a full day shoot everyone is just so drained because you put so much Mm. mental energy and physical effort into a shoot so you really do have to, you know, prepare for that. And I just, yeah, I love that you were saying, you know, it's not just, you know, physical, it's mental as well and really taking care of your mental health. And we wanted to talk about some, you know, limiting beliefs and where they stem from and how girls can really, girls and boys who are getting into the mod- modelling industry really overcome them so that they're not in that situation where they're like, I'm done, like I can't do this, you know, how do yeah. people work through that? Um, yeah, look, that's a really like great question. Um, and through my sort of realization and sort of becoming self-aware, I, you know, it did make me realize that I'd spent like 18 years of my life just believing I wasn't good enough. And that Mm. stems from like, you know, my childhood and all these different experiences that I went through. Um, and really, it's just some silly belief that you cook up in your head. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. of all your past experiences, you know, if you think back to um, your childhood, there'll be some point between then and now where someone said something negative about you. Um, and, you know, for me, there was two things. Um, one was I was always hearing that I was painfully shy and you know so I would just be like okay I just sort of that would make me retreat even more and I'd be like okay well that's obviously me that's what everybody's saying um and then another one I went through school being told I was fat and ugly um and you know that was hard um there was a a lot of other things in that but these were the two things that really kind of stuck out to me and look I don't honestly think that we ever really overcome our limiting beliefs I honestly think that um, they'll sort of be in our subconscious minds ready to make an appearance whenever they feel like it. Um, However, I do believe that um, we just, we really need to learn how to understand why we have them 
where they come from um, because if we know the root cause, then, you know, we're able to manage them and when they come in, we can just kick them to the curb and be like, no, nah, I'm not ready for you today. So, like, in order to really sort of get through that, I feel like there's a lot of um, self-reflection, a lot of forgiveness that needs to happen. You know, if you're holding on to resentment or hurt or anger, um, you know, from someone or some situation, you know, we'll end up, you know, you end up pointing the finger at somebody else and, you know, that person, yes, should never have called me fat or called me ugly, but I should never have allowed myself to to believe that that was the ultimate truth. And I think once we understand that, you know, this is just some sort of story we have told ourselves over the years, we can change it and, you know, you can be in control of what story you want to tell yourself, basically. Um, and that's how I overcome those situations it's like I just keep changing my story getting to know yourself and your beliefs and maybe the the self-talk that you have internally is getting to know yourself so that you can work through that and it's not about overcoming it necessarily but it's working through it every single day because I think we all have good and bad days like you know we have good and bad shoots you know that we have to work through but it's all about like you said just overcoming it day by day and remembering that it's the internal dialogue you're having with yourself and it's not necessarily true. Yeah, definitely. I think what we tell ourselves is what we tend to believe and then what we believe then becomes our reality. So it's really important to to kind of reset your mind um, on the regular, to be honest. Like, you know, we all have our wobbly moments. We all have our good and bad days, like you say, and it's just about how we can you know, we can live through those feelings, that's fine, but I think how we kind of don't stay in that mindset is how, and how to get out of that is really important. Are, are these the kind of things that um, people could expect from your program as well, you know, mindset kind of shifts yeah. and things like that? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a big part kind of at the beginning. I mean, a lot of it is like finding out why why you are doing modelling, like why, why are you yeah. getting into this? Because yeah. if you've got no backstory, if you've got no drive, then you're just going to give up like so easily. Like you need to have a reason as to why you're doing it, a purpose, and that's super important to me. And then we do dive into the mindset stuff um, before we get to the nitty-gritty, which I know people are just ready to be like, I just want to, you know, do a shoot. I just want to do all the practical <laughs> stuff. And it's like that's fine, but you need to get this stuff sorted first because if you go into the into a situation that you're not really mindset ready for mm. and something mm. happens how are you supposed to deal with that and how are you going to get through that without the right uh right the right tools basically so it's just yeah giving giving aspiring models the right tools to go into this industry in order to be strong confident um and and to know their self-worth because that's really important we tend in desperation because that's, you know, as aspiring anything, you know, you're desperate to become the best, you're desperate to be noticed, you're desperate to, you know, make this work. And with that, you just take in anything because I think good really comes from um, desperate decision-making. Like it's, it's almost, that's in itself is almost self-sabotage because you're not thinking things through properly and you're not, you know, you're just taking any old job because it's a job. Mm. And really it might serving you or maybe it's an unsafe situation or whatever it may be like if you're not making informed safe decisions then you're putting your career and your life in jeopardy really like and Mm. it's really important to have control of that and have that knowledge 
you just spoke about it perfectly. If you're in it for the long haul, like give yourself time. I think one of the biggest limiting beliefs I had growing up was that I have to get into the modeling industry now while I'm young and, you know, it has to happen all for me now or else it will never happen. And I remember thinking, you know, when I couldn't break into, you know, regular sized modeling industry because I was too big I was just like okay well that's it for me I'm you know 20 now and I'm too old and that was just a story and a limiting belief that I told myself and it's not the case at Mm. all you know people are modeling into their 60s and and I think you just have to get past that and think no when the time is right it will happen for me if I put in the effort and if I take the time to like you said work on you know why am I doing this like what is my story? Am I, you know, doing this just, you know, for shits and gigs or am I actually here to make a presence, make an impact and, you know, make this, make something of this myself? And you have to realise yeah. if you're in it for the long haul, you've got time. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the stuff like this, success doesn't just happen overnight. Like success comes from, you know, believing that you can do it, but you can't just believe you've got to do the work as well like and so as long as you have both um then you know you can make it work but it's not an overnight success my hair and makeup business wasn't an overnight success it took time and you have to have patience and you you have to have belief in yourself that things will work out as long as you're doing making the right steps and doing the work and you know it's hard because like you say can't do this full-time to start with so you might be in a full-time job or you know you might be working nights or whatever it may be like it's you just have to make something work if it's something that you are passionate about you will do what it takes in order to to get yourself out there and to and to make it work you know things don't just appear (laughs) you have to make it work we have to put that out there that it may, you know, be hard and you may have to work through some challenges, but, you know, anything worth having is, you know, <laughs> always going to be hard to sort of get. Um, but also I just, I think your program is great and that you're working with girls on this is really, really great because I know when I was first starting out and I first moved to Melbourne and people were telling me, oh, you have to do TFP shoots, which is time for print. Um, and I was just like, okay, I'll build my portfolio doing that. And I was trying to do it all myself with no real sort of guidance from an agency or someone like yourself. And, you know, I put myself in certain situations which I would never do now and I would never recommend now. And I remember um, one in particular where it was an artist and he was offering to paint a picture of me whilst, and he was also a photographer, or so he said. Um, and so I went over to his place alone and I was just like, yeah, we're going to do this awesome photo shoot and it was actually at his house but it was awesome it was kind of like a palace type thing and I was like this is going to be awesome and I just remember the whole time I think I wasn't that young I think I was maybe 19 or something like that but the whole time he was just slowly grooming me to take more and more items of clothing off and at the time I I thank my lucky stars that I was a bit older you know I was 19 but girls starting out even younger 16 may have not realised what was happening and just thought, oh, yeah, this is normal or, you know, if they're not aware. Um, And so I just kept saying, oh, no, like I'm not taking my clothes off and um, so I was okay. But for anyone starting out, especially if you're younger, because so many young girls are starting these days, I think it's so important to have, you know, a mentor like yourself who has been at shoots and, you know, as a makeup artist and hairstylist or all the things that you do, 
um, you know what goes on behind the scenes and what's normal and what's not and, you know, yeah. going and you can, you know, stop the pain of having to go through an experience like what I went through. But, you know, I learned from that and it, everything turned out okay. But, you know, you think about, God, I was like alone by myself in this house with this man I didn't even know and mm-hmm. it's just not safe and I don't think no. girls should be in that place of, you know, I was like, oh, I need to do whatever I can to get into the industry and so I did but, it's just so not worth your safety so it's important if you are looking to break into the industry you're speaking with someone like Lucy or you're going to agencies and speaking to the right people first yes definitely like and I I, it's funny because um within my research of this whole thing um when you when you start asking questions like you find that like models starting out they're just so eager and they just want to jump in head first which is what I did um they don't research anything they don't do their their background checks it's just like oh we'll just go in and go in a room with this random person on my own like and get half naked because he's telling me to like it's just um it's really quite shocking it's like oh do, do you do this and they're like no, but I didn't, you know, you just, you trust people and that's kind of how I felt. And mm. they're not stupid for thinking that they're just mm. obviously inexperienced and a bit naive about the industry, which is um, what the challenges we like we are facing. And it's, um, it's kind of scary that we can't have trusting people in our industry, but um, unfortunately it is just mm. how it is. I think like any industry, there's good and there's bad, but as long as you're, oh, yeah. like you said, putting in the effort wanting to do it but doing it safely and speaking to the right people and going about it the right way I think is really important thank you so much for chatting with me about all those things and to close out I would love to ask you how you now going through everything you've been through and you said now you know back in the day if you had been yourself now back then you'd be a lot more confident but how do you model your confidence every day yeah, look, um, I'm just so appreciative that I was able to go through this like transition or awakening, whatever you want to call it, um, because I'm no longer living in that denial phase and I'm not blaming everything and everyone else for my own suffering or things that aren't working out for me. And the sooner that I faced that truth, um, even though it was really harsh sometimes, um, you know, the sooner I was able to, you know, evolve and excel in my personal and my business life. Um and I was in control of who, well, I'm in control of who I am now and I'm in control of who I want to become. Um, and, you know, that's ultimately my way of modelling my confidence because now I know that I can achieve what I believe and if others can see that through my message and um, what I'm doing, then hopefully that, you know, they'll start implementing those kind of things into their own life. So, um having control and knowing that you are in control of your life and your decisions is is ultimately going to make you feel more confident because it's made me feel more confident anyway so (laughs) that's beautiful yeah absolutely and like you said when you're modeling your confidence you're feeling confident in who you are and you've been through those experiences and you've come out the other side and you've done all this personal development it is catchy I feel like you attract more people like yourself where can people find you and your program yeah. and what you're doing. 
<laughs> so with my hair and makeup stuff, it's all, I'm very sort of like my little side hustle at the moment, which is great. Um, so anyone that kind of wants to book me um, or one of my team, because we're based both in Melbourne and in Perth, you can just go to www.makeupbylucy.com. And aside from that, my big project right now is um, the Model Momentum Program. Um, and I've just been working really hard to perfect and refine the program so clients are going to get, you know, the utmost value and as much out of it as possible and um, so if they want to find out more about that or they want to apply for the program you can just go to the alchemycollective.com and alchemy is spelt a-l-k-y-m-i people are looking for you all the links will be down below i want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast i've loved chatting to you Oh, it's been great. I'm so, so excited to have, um, it's my first podcast, so I'm like, I was really excited to do it. Yeah, <laughs> pop my podcast, Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'll take it. <laughs> um, so, no, it was really exciting and it's really good to kind of talk about what I'm really passionate about with um, someone who understands it as well, which is awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast with Lucy and I. I hope you enjoyed that one. All of Lucy's links will be down in the description box if you would like to find her. If you want more info on me, you can head to bybrooklindsay.com where you can find today's podcast written out in a full blog post. So if you would like to read over anything or if you feel like you missed anything and you want to do that, you can. And over on the website, I also have a free self-love worksheet. So if you're looking for something to do at the moment and you're not really sure where to start when it comes to your own self-development or self-love journey, the self-love worksheet is a really great place to start. So you can find that over on bybrooklindsay.com. Come and say hello to me over on Instagram at bybrooklindsay. I love seeing you guys over there. I hope you're all having a beautiful, beautiful day. I'm sending you so much love and virtual hugs and I will speak to you in the next podcast episode. Bye everyone.